Hello and welcome to the fifth recording of the PPC Chat Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. GMT. Your host here is Anu, founder of MindSwan, a company through which I aim to share my ideas about paid search, paid media, and especially my passion for doing digital reporting well through a tool that is already on everyone's laptop. Yes, you guessed that right. It's Excel. Um, So yeah, we are back after a week off due to the infamous and wonderful a hero conference that happened in austin i saw loads of tweets about it i was so jealous to be on this side of the pond um were you there hope it was fun um and that you tweeted all your learnings i was like really following them very closely i think one of my favorite was um a tweet by kirk um there by kirk williams um about um frederick um from yeah from frederick valleys from um optimizer so about about matching up um um, scripting with alexa i've got an alexa so that was quite exciting um so yeah did you find that fun did you enjoy it did you um did you tweet did you um get get, get some new learnings for your campaigns um hope you all did so anyway in yesterday's discussion mark kennedy sem led this week's um chat about match types so uh, yeah i'm wondering whether close variant gate comes up let's see um so yeah he starts the discussion you know by welcoming everyone uh, you know introducing the topic it's going to be keyword match types and reminds us to use the hashtag ppc chat so that you know people know that it's part of this discussion um so first question is are you still actively using all three match types i know there are exceptions for every account but for the majority of accounts which match types do you generally use use and what is the makeup or percentage now jeremy krantz which is at jeremy krantz replies to mark saying i mostly use phrase right now but i have all four match types present in the account i'm shifting away from broad a lot because of irrelevancy and rising cpcs yeah i'm quite surprised that he's using four so that means he'll be using the bmm as well as just the normal broad um so yeah we've got scott clark um which is a name i've not actually seen in the chat quite recently um so yeah so he says um absolutely every account um single keyword ad group setups with a broad loose wide casted net helps us find the pockets of conversion potentials we may have not found otherwise ginormous negative keyword lists are prerequisites and um yeah in reply to that we've got tony coloso uh, which is at tony as in your knee <laughs> underscore c uh, so that's tony c um interesting we've mostly uh, moved away from um single keyword ad groups are you still seeing all the extra campaigns and management worth it this was successful for us but we've been seeing better roi with our efforts focused on audience and creative development and almost absolutely abandoned single keyword ad groups um scott clark replies i admit that i've moved away from pure single keyword ad groups a bit towards um stag that's a new um (laughs) new acronym that's single themed ad group to be honest so the ad groups end up with eight to 15 phrases instead of just three sufficiently precise that i can use ad customizer more than dki so that's dynamic keywords insertions of course um and then we've got james Svoboda, which is at realist city 
at, at realicity. Um, a uh, replying to question um, one, exact and modified broad for 99% plus of keywords, broad match modified for around 20% and exact for everything else. Yes, that's what... Um, I try to use a lot with my campaigns, you know, use the broadband modifier to source new keywords. And once we find a keyword that's working, put that in exact match keywords, um, ad groups. Um, so my exact match type ad groups. Um, so yeah, Mark Kennedy then, um, replies to, um, Jeremy Krantz, who says mostly use phrase right now, but have all full match types present in the account. Uh, Mark replies in most cases, broad is a goner for me as well, except for niche accounts, but I still use all three of the others in different combinations. Um, and Jeremy replies to that. I still use broad to fight off low search volume issues, especially in Bing ads. Yes, that I can see why that would be useful now. Um, but if the CPCs blow up and SQRs return irrelevant queries, I'll tighten and adjust the negatives on top of it to keep costs in check. And so we've got Garrett McGregor. Oh, sorry, Garrett McGregor, even, which is at, um, sorry, which is at McGregor212. Um, he replies, it varies, but for the most part, I use all. If we need more volume, we'll go more broad mod, etc. Um, and then Justin Freed, um, which is Justin at Justin underscore Freed, then goes, each one still plays a specific role based on the strategy for that set of keywords, but we steer towards exact, exact and phrase. BMM is used to capture new queries. Um, we've got Jim Banks coming here, which is at Jim Banks, because we tend to use exact match and broad match modified and never do phrase match now. Change thought process many years back and find this gives us the best of specific exact versus discovery. BMM. Yep, that's exactly what I think as well. And um, Kirk Williams then comes in with him, his reply saying that we primarily use exact and BMM, though we still use phrase when word order is important. We typically don't utilize straight broad as we've not yet had issue getting traffic volume with the, mo- with the more restrictive types. Um, we've got Natalie Beretta, which is at Natalie Beretta, um, replying to question one says, I typically tend to focus on only exact and BMM unless phrase is necessary. I tend to start with an even 50, 50 split, but once I start optimizing the accounts tend to learn more exact. So trying to lean more towards exact. Um, yeah, that's quite right. Although I usually don't start with 50, 50, usually it's just a few broads and, um, and a lot of exacts trying to make it as relevant as possible. Um, so yeah, it's very much like, um, let's say I'd say maybe like 20% broad and 80% exact I use. Um, and then Mike Jaramuszewski then um, replies with broad is a distant memory, mostly broad modified and phrased match. Um, Steve Gibson replies with, um, I still use every match type as they all have usefulness in the right situations. And unfortunately, um, it rhymes with eyes, comes with saying that she's got a dock out today for client call and stay smart, everyone. So then Mark Kennedy, goes, Mark Kennedy goes swiftly to question two saying, do you generally see one match type have a higher CPC than another for the same keyword or does it vary by account in most cases? In other words, do you see any patterns with CPC and match types or even conversion rates more that more, sorry, or even conversion rates for that matter, if at all? 
Um, and so we've got um, an answer to question two from Justin Freed saying broad, if used, it tends to have the high CPC as it attracts a larger set of queries and competitors can also have a lower quality score since relevancy to ad text and landing page may be less. Yes, I agree with that. I had the, seen the same thing. CPC is for me has always been higher for broad and um, yeah, lower quality score. And yeah, you usually tend to get a lot of low search volumes on those ones. <clears throat> so, and then we've got um, in reply to Justin Freed and Mark Kennedy comes in and I agree there as well. But for that reason, it depends. I find myself bidding down on BMM, which thereby changes it a bit. But overall, I see the same trend. Um, yeah, Justin Freed says, got ya. That makes total sense and could definitely skew things. Um, and then Jeremy Krantz then goes, rule of thumbs is that the stricter the match type, the cheaper the CPCs, unless you're going to ha- uh, you're going after incredibly broader keywords or names of competitors. However, keywords with intent typically do better than broader ones. Yeah, I always actually tend to make sure that my max CPC for my exact match keywords are a bit higher so that Google will show my ads for um for those ones um for those keywords than the broad match and it always ends up that the average CPC that I do pay is lower um so yeah that always helps it comes out cheaper but they always get showing my exact match because the conversion rates um and the click through rates are a lot better um. And then we've got Dwayne Brown and um, coming in with his answer to question one today, saying that we still do exact phrase and BMM. We still see clients with lower CPCs and CPAs when we put in exact match makes their budget go that much more. And then Ricky replies to question two saying, typically I bid down on BMM as these keywords hold a different purpose and I want to control associated spends. Any top BMM goes into single keyword ad groups. So with that said, trend is generally BMM cheaper, exact, more expensive. Okay, that's interesting because I would actually feel that in terms of relevancy and conversion rate, you want to make sure that your exact match Um should have um the high cpc but will be a lot cheaper for you as i've actually um experienced and so then we've got um james svoboda which is at realicity um replying to question two saying um match type cpcs are an illusion cpcs are at search term level regardless which keyword triggered them pay attention to your sqrs Hmm, that's some interesting advice in there um so yeah Emma Franks then goes to a reply to question um, one saying usually exact and BMM only unless product or service makes or service makes sense for phrase match word order matters um, versus BMM 50-50 split exact match versions of all um, BMM keywords with embedded negatives. Um, and then, yeah, Jim, Jim Banks actually replies to Realicity um, going, um, bingo, we look at the underlying search query data a lot. It's where the magic happens. Um, yeah, because that was um, Realicity saying that match type CPCs are an illusion, that we should pay attention to our SQRs. Um, and then Emma Franks then replies to question two saying, I'd say CPC is determined a lot more by bidding, but conversion rates tend to be better for exact in most cases. There are some exceptions to this, of course, especially where automated bidding works well.
Um, and then um, Mark Kennedy then goes, um, curious to see if there's an, any variance in the answer to question three, um, which is you have a single keyword like plumbers. What match types do you use for that term? For this example, you have all of the tail terms as well, but you need this keyword too. Um, and so, yeah. And then we've got Kirk Williams who then replies to, um, yeah, um, and realicity saying that my type CPC is an illusion. Um, Kirk replies, agreed, but for the newbie watching, you go get you do get more control over top terms by pulling those key queries into specific match types. Otherwise, your broad term CPCs are set for too many specific queries and it all gets muddled. Um, and then we've got Scott Clark coming in with um, his answer to question three, um, which was we'll remind ourselves with saying that you have a single keyword like plumbers. What match types do you use for that term? For this example, you have all of the tail terms as well, but need this keyword too. And Scott replies, exact match, exact match, bid to conversion success. Single keyword terms can go either way. If it's wasteful, either bid way down or negative or negate it at the ad group level and go for the intent plumbers near me exact for example and so mark kennedy then um replies to um scott clark's um answer saying that i would agree here exact match should should catch any close variance and the main terms as well but wanted to see if others use phrase instead or even bmm um, and then Scott Clark says, oh, I use phrase uh, match a lot also, but I think of it as zooming out um, from these kinds of core lazy searches. If the conversion data doesn't support it, you have to get rid of it. Intent is everything, which I totally agree with. Um, and so, yeah, then James Verboda, which is Realicity, then um, replies, yep, reach versus control. If bids are the same for plus key plus word and exact match keyword, you get more reach out of plus key plus word for more unwanted clicks. Um, and yeah, and that was um, in reply to Kirk saying agreed um, and saying that specific queries, um, yeah, broad term, otherwise your broad term CPCs are set for too many specific queries. Um, and then Justin Freed then replies to um, Realicity who said, yep, reach versus control. Um, Justin Freed goes, excuse data as well, may cause you to optimize the BMM keyword since it catches multiple queries instead of another match type. Um, James Voboda then replies, yep, these multiple queries dilutes your CPC averages into less meaningful data. Um, and then Jim Banks replies to question three saying, when you have a one word keyword, you really need to be on your toes. This is where things go horribly wrong. Important to think about the context of positive and negative and use negative lists. Unless you offer blanket coverage, that type of term is usual, usually local intent. Yeah, I think definitely need to be careful with one word keywords. In fact, it reminds me of the fact that for our grant accounts, um, Google actually um, doesn't allow us to use like one word keywords if it's not um, a brand because obviously in terms of quality and um, the, the, the areas that will be seen, it could be quite low quality for that area. Um, so Doug R. Thomas then replies with to question two saying, I was curious, so I quickly pulled some numbers from four random accounts, concur with realicity, that there's no overall coincidence as we're running more or less the same terms and same bid strategies across 
all accounts um and that's obviously in um answer to a question about whether there's um a correlation between match types and cpcs or higher or lower cpcs and then in follow-up to um his um actual first answer doug r thomas um who's uh, whose handle is handle is furkun gam furkun gamma boo boo i think i would need to ask him what at some point what that handle is all about um but yeah he goes data is here and shows us a table of different accounts of um his phrase and exact match cpcs and clicks and i'll actually try to screenshot that and um, add that um to the um my soundcloud um account so you can see what that looks like um and um yeah mark kennedy then says very correctly pretty distinct difference between bmm and phrase versus exact so we see um yeah the cpcs which i usually find to be um quite low for um a lot of the exact match keywords quite a few of the exact match um and um but not not all the time i saw i see here so some of the sometimes you do have to have an exact matched um keywords being um the highest cpcs um so yeah that's quite interesting um so dog r thomas then um replies saying uh i think the first account is waiting is waiting that if account two were two times larger might be different and then mark kennedy says gotcha um and then emma franks the replies to question three says i don't always have a strong feeling about a super generic term like that just put it in with exact and bmm to test and decide based on performance for more specific terms related to brand i definitely want to have the exact and bmm or phrase keyword in there um and then heather kuan who's like yeah who's, who's always on this we is a regular on this chat with us says yep i use exact bmm phrase rarely use broad for very odd verticals where keyword discovery is tough um so yeah that's an answer to question one um and then kirk william then goes um prediction google kills plus bmm in 2018 since plus um since plus bmm can be close variance and since hopefully google's broad match machine learning system is getting smarter the two will continue to converge into the same thing and thus they will just get rid of it soon that's a very interesting prediction there, Kirk. I'll be, I'll be very interested to see how that pans out. Um, and so, yeah, and then Heather Kuan then replies, continues with her replies to question two. I tend to keep bids stacked to four, stacked to for force, exact, and scale bids back at the match type as, as the match types loosen up. So that's, I tend to keep bids stacked to for force, exact, and to scale bids back as the mat type loosens up. Then Garrett McGregor then replies to question three, you will need to have an ongoing quality negative keyword list that includes existing keywords. Um, and then, yeah, and then what we've got uh, Mark Kennedy then replying to um, Kirk Williams' prediction about Google Kills um, BMM in 2018 says, I'll get to this late, but yes, close variance impacts all of this, especially with some loser trends in BMM. I get to it in Q7. In, get to it in question seven even not q7 um and then kirk goes oops sorry didn't mean to hijack um and then why kenny goes uh no worries related anyway um and so 
yeah, Kirk Williams then goes and replies again to his um his prediction. Says to be clear, my preference would be that BMM continues without um close variance and still be valuable and different than every smart board match. And but I just don't think Google is going to go down that path. Um, and then we've got um. Jim Banks replying to um, PPC Kirk, to Kirk Williams' prediction, saying, interesting prediction, I think given about 99.5% of brand new advertisers that go it alone have no idea what BMM exact is, they just go broad by proxy. Like, yeah, that's very annoying when I see that. You definitely need exact (laughs) keywords for high relevancy. Um, And so Mark Kennedy goes to question four saying, "Okay, let's hit the hot button. Do you separate ad groups by match types? Um, And then uh, Ricky then, which is who is at Clicky Ricky, uh, again goes, absolutely. This is key to managing budget allocation and negative keyword structure. They too as well. Um, Kirk William then goes, absolutely. Match types by ad groups or campaigns, depending on account size and complexity. Pull those high traffic, more valuable restricted terms restrictive terms out and control bids devices budgets everything i remember there was a school of thought that i heard about um just you know having same different mic types in ad groups but just controlling which shows depending on you know your max cpcs well yeah that seems like very old school now and actually yeah i always do separate my uh, match types into different ad groups um and so, yeah, we've got um, Mark Kennedy comes in with his answer to question four saying in a lot of our SMB accounts, I do since they are a bit smaller, I can manage it. And I like to sculpt with ad group negative match type. It helps me maximize on the little guys. Um, and then we've got Optimizer coming in with um, the answer to question four saying, yes, ad groups by match types or single keyword ad groups. By, my, by match types. Now we've got James Svoboda, or Realicity, uh, I should say, um, saying sometimes to um, answer to question four, typically start with a combined BMM and exact ad group first, then once volume and conversions can be validated, they can be split into separate ad groups. Um, yeah, even like, I wonder how that would be done and um, and you have to make sure that that's done in a way where you actually maintain the, the good quality score of the good keywords. And then Heather Kuanda replies to um, question four says, I always start with them all together and then go by the data. And then we've got an answer from Justin Freed then goes, who goes, um, yes, for most accounts, allow each team to make their own decisions, but we use it as best practice and um, standard operation protocol. Um, And then Julie Piccini then replies to question four saints, I tend to start with them together by theme and then may or may not separate out based on volume, performance, etc. And then Garrett McGregor then goes, sometimes I do, depends on the account size, etc. And then um, we've got um, in reply to Actually, in prior to, to um, Kirk Williams' prediction, we actually had Real City um, having a and um, going in with a, a gif of a very annoyed person. So I'm guessing that they don't want he doesn't want that to happen. And then Steve Slater then uh, replies to um, to that saying, "I'm just very <laughs> I'm just here for the angry gif. Also, will any of this matter when it's all voice search? Only half kidding. Well, um, yeah, if you were at a hero conference and were at Frederick Valley's um talk i don't think 
wish we could in too much about that. That could happen very soon. And Kirk Williams then replies, definitely voice and typed communication is still semantic communication. Until we switch back to hieroglyphics or emoji, we'll still be interested in, interested in specific search queries, whether written or spoken. And then Steve Slater, Vogel, back, back, back. It was actually his full name in there, and which is just at the Steve underscore Slater. Replies, but results are presented without a screen. Where do the ads get displayed? For real, I would love to have a serious pie in the sky future chat about PPC with you guys. Okay. Uh, and then uh, Kirk William then replies, that's a good point. If anything, it does need to affect um, our ad content. And then Steve replies, I have thoughts about self-driving cars and smart appliances presenting behavior-based and needs-based ads via connected devices. Um, and then Kirk William replies, um, 100% agree with you. A Milwaukee PPC and his DJ experience is going to be super valuable in about 12 to 18 months. Um, and then Joe Martinez, who is um, Milwaukee PPC, goes, only if all my clients have to do with metal music. Time for another embarrassing photo from my past. And um, yeah, there is a photo of what looks like him in his very younger days. <laughs> uh, then, yeah, Kirk William is going, yeah, he, he. <laughs> love it um andrew who is which is at andrew advertise uh, replies i found some results nearby the first one is there'll be one ad result for now only for shopping i'm not sure we'll see text ads put it over anytime soon shopping is the most obvious use case for voice ads okay and so then we go to um jeremy Krantz's answer to a question um for saying absolutely this helps visualize volume distribution average cpcs and help with refocusing the negative keyword strategies as well um and then we've got jim banks replying um saying that we never have the same match type in the same campaign never mind the same ad group we um typically mirror exact and bmm with higher daily budgets and higher ad groups bids and don't add negative exact to bmm <laughs> and then there's a gif of um kevin hart going what are you doing rebel or meme even um, and so Mark Kennedy then goes, and since we are at the halfway mark, just a reminder, the next week will be hosted by, by um, PPC Kirk. Um, and that's, yeah, Kirk Williams will be hosting that again. Same bat time, same bat channel, which is PPC chat, PPC bat. Um, and then Emma Franks then replies of the question four saying, typically ad groups, but some clients prefer it at campaign level, which has worked well too. Rarely, yet it happens. Uh, do I have a client who resists um, segmenting by ad, um, ad type? Um, sorry, he says she goes rarely in brackets, yet it happens. Do I have a client who resists, resists segmenting by, by ad type? Um, and then um, James Voboda, which is at Realicity, um, then comes in with um, missed question three, saying plumbers exact sometimes, rarely target one word BMM keywords unless it's A, a brand term, or B, in a campaign that has been thoroughly built out. Um, and so we've got Heather Cohen actually replying to um, Jim Banks saying, interesting approach. I think I might actually try this. Is the same bit stacking 
by match type that I do, but in a better controlled structure. Um, and then Kirk William replies saying, and creating the account is so blasted quick and easy in editor. Takes like an extra 90 seconds to dupe the exact campaigns, adjust bids and add in the plus sign and then you're done. Now much, um, not much additional time at all. And um, in one of my, um, in some of the, the talks that I've had, I actually show how it's very easy to change exact match keyword by using substitute um, by first starting with the plus sign and then entering substituting space with a plus. Um, and so, yeah, we've got then Jim Banks then replying to Kirk Williams saying, precisely, I don't even think it's a 90 second, more like 30 seconds. Yes, if you use the substitute formula, um, if only we charged for the number of keywords ad groups, we'd be billionaires. And then there's a GIF, um, a GIF of... Um, was it Donald Trump going billions and billions? And then Kirk replies, ha ha. And then Steve Gibson then replies with, um, if there's, to question four, if there's enough traffic, I split them into phrase exact BMM broad. And of course, I block PE, <laughs> phrase and exact, sorry, from BMM groups and phrase and exact and BMM from broad groups. Uh, I think that's quite complicated. I usually split out that my match types into different ad groups and um, I negate out exact and phrase, exact from the phrase and broad um, groups and um, and then, yeah, split out phrase, um, yeah, split out exact from the, the phrase and broad groups as well. Um, and then, yeah, we've got Jim Banks um, is saying that can't just use and this is um in reply to kirk williams saying um to question four saying that they split out but i type jim bags replies can't you just use labels to isolate isolate the terms that matter i like to keep the account campaign ad group structure in line with tactics and to mirror the site a top 20 keywords ad groups might have only five words that stay top forever <laughs> I'm sorry for the sniffles. They have got a bit of a cold there, but I'm hoping you can hear me loud and clearly. Um, and then, yeah, um, Doug R. Thomas then replies and saying, didn't think I'd be in the minority to say no. I separate ad groups by potential search terms. Hmm, interesting. Okay, and then we've got Kirk Williams saying that um, that's fair to uh, reply to Jim Banks saying that can't you just use labels to isolate the terms that matter? Kirk Williams replies that's fair. To be honest, we typically break everything into match types now on new builds or new campaigns. Uh, Mark Kelly replies with, yeah, it's um, become part of our build process as well. But in fairness, we deal with more SMBs. And then we've got Marcus Knight coming in with um, a reply to that saying, aren't we missing the point that a keyword multiple match types would compete against each other? Um, so that example, exact on plumber and um, broad match plumber would both be triggered by the query plumbers and compete against each other and inflate CPCs. Um, and then Mark Kennedy replies with yes, which is why I asked how different people handle it. I would assume one match type with ad group negatives to avoid others, but like to learn how others do it. Haha, <laughs> good. That's why I'm here too. So yeah, so that's definitely one of the big things about separating out ad groups by match type so that you're not competing against yourself. And um, yeah, and that whole, you know, old school strategy I mentioned about having different CPCs for different match types. Um, yeah, it just still just means you're competing against yourself. But then if you split it out and match types by different ad groups, then you can put negatives on different ad groups and making sure you're only showing um, for 
new keywords and and um, not competing against yourself. And then we've got Mark Kennedy, um, SEM, then replying to Jim Banks saying we'd never have the same match type in the same um, campaign, never mind the same ad groups. Um, and then Mark Kennedy replies saying, interesting, so you separate by campaign. I've never done it that way, but have heard about it. Is it more difficult to manage? Um, Jim Banks replies, um, as um, Kirk Williams, which is PPC Kirk, said, it's no time at all to replicate, then managing is um, easy to do. We just add in the task of drilling into the search queries in the BMM campaign variation. Um, and he continues with, we operate a 10-80-10 model and focus on the 10s. Um, it's where all the guts and glory happen. There will be 10% of your accounts that rock and 10% that suck. So dependent, so spending proportionate time on those will pay dividends even on enterprise level. That's making me think of Star Trek. <laughs> um and so, yeah, we've got um, Jim Banks then replying um, to um, Emma Louise, um, to Emma Franks, which is a.k.a. Emma Louise. Um, it's just her, her hashtag, which um, so she is replying to Jim saying we never have the same match type in the same campaign. And she replies with, I feel like I'm not understanding this tweet. Are you saying you do segment campaigns by match type or you have different campaigns for each keyword and every campaign has all the match types oh yes segment by match type even include match types in the name of the campaign makes it easier to label and it's never going to change if you see chat sorry for the confusion um so yeah um emma frank replies ah, okay that makes more sense haha we do this some clients uh, we do this with some clients and i agree there are a lot of pros to this approach um and so yeah We've got Julie Piccini coming here with her answer to question five, saying, I had not seen that article, but, in started, but I'm starting to read it. My head hurts. Um, I'm not sure which article she's talking about. And then Mark Kennedy replies, testing it now, but haven't seen much difference either way. Was curious if it was better for larger accounts. Um, I think I may have missed question five. Let's um, we'll see if we can get to it. And so um, question five actually was, recently there was an article about phrase match modifier. Has anyone tested this or has anyone seen, seen any results? What phrase match modifier? Oh, Lord, Google's about to <laughs> get us all frustrated and worked up again. Let's, I'll, I'll put the, a link to this article that uh, Mark Kennedy has shared with us uh, so they can see um, search, um, the, the, an article from Search Engine Land um, about phrase match modifier, apparently. So, yeah, now that I've read that question, it now makes sense about Julie Buccini saying that I've not seen that articles, but I'm starting to read it. My head hurts. <laughs> yeah, just the title makes my head hurt. Um, and then Heather Kuhn then replies with a structure by match type makes for overwhelming an account and bloat of your if you're not careful spider web of tons of ad groups and campaigns. Um, and then um yeah, Mark Kennedy then um, replies to Julie Baccini saying, testing it now, but haven't seen much difference either way. Was curious if it was better for larger accounts. I might need to actually go in tomorrow and test this. This will be interesting. Um, and then Jeremy Krantz then replies, um, not yet into question five. Not yet, but very interested in hearing from people who may have tested it. Um, and then... Um, 
with um, God Julie Bicini saying, I am, I think you also have to evaluate over time if the different types are bringing in equal quality traffic. More is not necessarily better, as we all know. And that's in reply to Heather Kuan saying structure by match, match type makes for overwhelming an accountant bloat if you're not careful. Um, and then Heather Kuan replies to Judy saying, absolutely. That's why I always start off campaigns with them all together. Um, and then Mark Kennedy replies with, wait, what? Spend more? Isn't that what the reps tell us? <laughs> um, and then Garrett McGregor then replies to um, question five saying, I saw this a while back, but did not act on it or look into it any further. Um, and then Realicity um, then replies, it's not an official match type and is essentially tricking AdWords into keeping two words together. Hmm. Nice idea and could be great in certain, certain circumstances. Um, and then Heather Kuan then replies um, to question five saying, not yet. I didn't even read the article when it came out. I was like, oh, geez, another match type. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so Jim Banks then um, replies to Realicity, who says that why use exact negatives in BMM campaign ad groups? Um, and Jim Banks says, I can't believe I'm saying this again, but I trust Google to decide which ad to show when they can offer up an exact or a BMM. If they show the BMM, it was a lower max bid. It has a lower max bid, so may well have a lower CPC and a higher conversion. It's not 100%, but it's close. And then Emma Franks um, then replies, do you only use manual CPC bidding then? It seems like eCPC could lead to higher CPCs, even if it sets bids lower. So that's enhanced CPCs. And then Jim Banks then replies, goes, I'm not a fan of enhanced CPCs. So tend to go manual CPC or target CPA with targets rowers, but it depends depends on the campaign type search display shopping as to which works best um pc chat like everything in ppc there is no one right answer and then emma franks then replies very interesting approach though um thanks for answering all my questions um then jeremy kranz that goes bow to your google overlords <laughs> And as Steve, Steve Gibson um, then replies to Heather Kuan's um, say, who, who has gone um, structured by match type to makes for overwhelming an account bloat. And he replies with, there's also an opportunity cost, breaking up keywords into multiple ad groups, slows down your ad testing. Um, and Heather Kuan goes, yes, especially in small accounts, can also prevent you from using any bidding algorithms if you're spending too, if you're spread too thin um, and mess up scripts. Yeah, definitely do not want to mess up the script. Um, okay, so Mark Kennedy then replies, okay, no luck on fifth match type. Let's move on um, to question six, which says, while broad, not BMM, um, is almost a goner, there are some times to use it. Let me know if or why you still may use broad match or is it truly dead? Um, and then, um, yeah, Nathan Kelly then replies um, to question six going in RLSA campaigns. Hmm, that's very interesting. I might test that out. Um, and then Mark Kennedy um, goes to his answer to question six, saying we use it in the rarest of cases, very niche account where we need volume or to learn. Also, in some branded campaigns. Um, and then Heather Cohen goes, I use it um, in answer to question six, saying comes in handy for weird verticals where keyword discovery is tough or for products or services where a new language has developed in the user base. 
Um, and then Steve Gibson replies to um, question six, saying every time this question comes up about twice a year, say some say the same thing. There's nothing wrong with broad match. And then Mike Friedman replies to Mark Kennedy saying, I use single keyword ad groups with an exact and modified broad match version in every ad groups. Uh, that's in answer to question four, um, saying, do you separate ad groups by match types? And then we've got Jeremy Krantz replying, um, saying sometimes it's the only way to fight low search traffic on ad groups, especially in Bing ads. And then Mark Kennedy replies, saying good point on Bing, especially on local campaigns. And to which Jeremy Krantz replies, yep. And then Julie Piccini then replies to question six, saying when all of your other match types have the dreaded low search volume designation, um, also can be helpful in the beginning to get a sense of what non-relevant things your broad word might match for in people's minds um and then heather cohen then goes hi jack what is your anchor strategy when using bmm um and then um josh beard the replies um to julie Buccini saying does anyone feel like the required time on negative keywords had seriously increased since everything started including close variants and then josh b replies i always keep my negative keywords on phrase match keeps things tight and can, pro- can properly uh, match to queries without worrying about blocking right traffic and um yeah the the guys the wonderful guys at brain labs actually did create a script that makes sure that um yeah exact is exact when the whole close variance hoopla um um came about so um yeah that would be very interesting to see um and so yeah um and then emma frank said she then replies to question five um says i remember hearing about this a while ago didn't realize there was an nda around it but never tested it after reading the article i guess i have inadvertently used it in url based ad groups but nothing significant in terms of performance variance um and then um, Jim Banks replies to question six, saying, very occasionally, there will be a need to build audiences rapidly using a generic broad match term. Helps to do minor isolation, but helps build a decent sized audience to then use for RLSA. But it is rare. Um, and then Mark Kennedy again goes, hold that thought. Question seven is next. Um, and then James uh, Swoboda, um, which is at Realicity, goes um, for uh, question six, saying broad for discovery instead of keyword. Um, so that's plus new, plus car, plus loans. We can go with just new and then plus car, plus loans and discover alternate variations for new. Um, and then, yeah, well, that's actually, that's a very interesting way of using broad with broad match modifier as well. Um, and so Mark Subel then replies with, we still use broad in some instances. One example is a client that is more concerned on brand exposure. So we use broad to find new ideas for them to show on that we didn't see in keyword research or other has been great for that honesty. Um, and then we've got Heather Cohen then go good example of a BMM anchor strategy. So that's um when that is realicity using um just new and then plus car plus loan. So do, do many people do that? Mixing broad and broad modifier. So maybe one of the words doesn't have the plus in front of it as a strategy. That'll be very interesting to try out for some of my clients. 
Um, so Scott Clark then goes, does it bother anyone else off that MCC level agency provided negative lists are visible, downloadable to people without MCC credentials? Do you consider negative lists agency assets? Um, and then, yeah, we've got a Doug R. Thomas in replying to, um, Mark Kennedy's, um, comment about i think you have a nice case study here my friend assume all other factors as well and then it goes basically the keywords were all pulled from search queries so we were already showing for any of the terms we used in the rebuild it really changed how i think about campaign structure match type is a tool to search to reach search queries not a structure to build around Uh, so yeah match type is a tool to reach search queries not a structure to build around and um that's yeah just him dogar thomas then going back to things like to the question of a4 um yeah it's question four so um saying that so where's so here's some data around why we switched away from that structure for our account um and yeah there's a there's a little table in there when we go deep into that um and so yeah when a reply to nathan kelly saying that that they use he uses pure brand for rlsa campaigns emma franks then replies this or any campaign with audience targeting layered um and then we've got um yeah reality then replying replying to emma franks do you use only manual cpc bidding then it seems like um enhanced cpc could lead to higher cpcs even if it's set bid if even if set bid is lower so james so reality then replies both it depends on results usually start manually then go um enhance cpc when conversion data comes in and then we've got garrett mcgregor then replying to question six saying that the time i've used it recently the traffic was relevant this is mostly for brand terms i don't use it often and it is not a habit i want to get into but to explore and test it can't hurt unless you ignore it and don't analyze performance etc um and then um yeah mark kennedy then goes to question seven saying that this one is for neptune moon which is julie who is julie Rittini, uh, saying i saw some recent tweets about bmm getting a little looser with their matches do you feel do you feel bmm is still pretty strong or getting back to its broad roots with some questionable variants variants or any match type for that matter um and then, yeah, um, Realicity then goes, I uh, label every keyword that is low search volume so we can adjust for this in AdWords editor. Um, and then, yeah, that's a reply to Julie Puccini's um, answer to question six, which is when all of your low other match types have the dreaded low search volume designation. Um, and then, yeah, Emma Franks replies to um, Realicity saying, I love this idea. Um, and then, yeah, Heather Curran then um, goes um, in replies to... Um, Realicity saying, I literally created this anchor modified strategy in 2010. Um, and then um, Heather Crane says, yep, I'm always curious about how people are mixing up their anchors and what their workflows look like to cross-reference and control serving. So that is just following on the thread of um, broad and broad modified being used. And then um, question seven, um, Emma Franks then replies to, I haven't noticed it personally in my accounts, but I agree that I've been hearing about it more from industry chatter. So maybe it's just a matter of time before I get hit. I also don't have clients where word order is particularly vital. 
And then Realicity then replies to question seven, saying it depends on keywords. It's still pretty strong for longer keywords with three plus count. Can be a little loose, in my honest opinion, for two word keywords. And then we've got a Mark Subel then going anecdotal. So this is an answer to question seven, saying anecdotal, but I feel that BMM is getting looser for sure. And so, yeah, and just like that, we come to at the end of our chat and then Mark Kennedy goes, OK, that's a wrap for today and join us again next week, um, which will be hosted um, by um, KBC Kirk, which is um, Kirk Williams. Also, if you ever need to quickly create your match types um, and then, yeah, he gives us a link um, to search engines marketer. I don't even know that that was a that was a site about, yeah, quickly creating your keywords and it looks like there's a way of entering your keywords and the exact and phrase and all the different broad match uh, match types I actually created that is very neat um and then Mark Subelgun goes, just want to say thanks again for this tool. We've been using it for several years now, almost daily. Um, and yeah, and yeah, that's in reply to um, that tool from Search Engines Marketer. That's very interesting. I'll definitely be adding that link and be tweeting about it. Um, Garrett McGregor goes, thanks for the discussion today. Got some things to review on my end. Um, Kirk William goes, thanks for hosting. Great chat today. Spread on some office conversation about low search volume and unique serving details. I I learned something new. Success. Um, my Kennedy goes, that's why PVC Chat is awesome. Thanks for hosting PVC Chat today, Mark. Um, and yeah, and that is it for today. Thank you very much for joining us. And um, yeah, join me again for um, the voice recording for um, our next PVC Chat, which again will be hosted by um, Kirk Williams, which is at PPC Cut, PPC Kirk even. All right. Thank you very much. Bye.